Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperse. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. Andy, how was your night? I saw that you had a tennis winner of your own. I think that was overnight. What did you think of that goofy football game? Ben Roethlisberger gets the win in his last game in Steeltown. I mean, the pomp and circumstance around it was like at the level of Mariano Rivera or Jeter or like the, you know, Kobe's last game. Like, I don't know that he's that revered outside of the Yinzers. It was, it was a bit much. Like, I respect Big Ben's career. I'm able to compartmentalize things. Like, when someone is a shitty person off the field, I'm able to just kind of take that and say, yeah, like, he's probably an awful person. But his career was something. He never had a losing season. If he, if he does end up retiring, he's really kind of dicey about that. He isn't really came out and said, hey, I'm retiring for sure. He's just kind of alluding to it. But uh, never had a losing season, couple Super Bowls, coming from a Mac school. And uh, my favorite part of the whole game was people posting pictures of him when he was younger with horrible pencil goatees and very questionable backwards caps. He looked like a real goon. Other than that, the game was shit. He couldn't get enough to get my prize picks entry home. Um, the other half of it, the half I loved, you know, the, the narrative half was bad. The part I actually had some data behind was the Donovan People Jones uh, prop that hit. It's really the only pre pre flop bet I had was some DPJ over whatever. I think most places had 31 and a half for a yardage total on that. I put a little blog out on that last night. He is, uh, well, he's gonna, he gets two catches. He's going to get there. And he ended up with like 60. So good job to anybody who played that. Good job to anybody who had the nuts to play the Steelers at a terrible number. I guess that market moved all over the place. Sorry. Sorry. Browns teasers. <laughs> that was a, that was an unfortunate way to end that. And, and really the game, the game was not good. Baker's not, still not a fun one. Yeah, so many tip balls. Congrats so to everybody that laughed at me for betting Roethlisberger. You were right. I'd do it again, but you were right. I would do, I would do it again, too. <laughs> F and Deont- was it Deontay Johnson? Yeah. No, I, I, was, I paid attention for the sake of the halftime stream. We ended up not even really giving shit at halftime. We went with uh, some awful random from the chat. We just used his play. It was over seven and a half team total for the uh, Steelers got there on field goals. It got there before the long uh, garbage touchdown run. So yeah, we no Thursday night football this week. Nothing until Saturday, but we do have a uh, week 18 coming up. That'll be a fun one to watch football all, all weekend into the national championship game on Monday. And second to last bowl game is tonight. And this is a, this is a doozy noob. So have you checked into this at all? No, actually, my first question was going to be, is is the coach that is leaving still coaching LSU? Is this his final hurrah? No. There's no he's already literally, out. He's out the door. Literally. <clears throat> so this was like four. And now you're looking at the tattered remains of LSU. Like the, there, I won't go into the details because I don't fully understand how redshirting works. But basically, the quarterback they want to start, they can't because of redshirting rules. They'll lose an exemption. So they have a couple of walk-ons and, and this could be fun. We could turn this into a Kendall Hinton game. There's a wide receiver who was a quarterback in high school. He might play like, uh, at this point, maybe Dan knows he'll say something in the chat. Maybe Dan knows. 
I don't think anyone really knows who's starting at quarterback or if it's going to be some rotation or just see what works. So LSU is in rough shape. They're missing more players on defense. They're missing some more offensive players. They're missing some coaches. K-State's not that great, but like they have a good running back and they're getting better. If you can, if you can find someone who's slow on the get up and has a seven, you know, anything less than 15, I would probably just play K-State minus seven and, and sit and laugh at this game because it, it might be bad. K-State can run the ball. Their defense is half decent for a Big 12 team. And yeah, speaking of Saturday games, their coach is the old North Dakota State coach. North Dakota State plays Saturday in the uh, title game. If you want to catch a little more football, we have FCS this weekend. But yeah, no, yeah, we'll no hot takes. That, if, sure. if you want to read more about the opt-outs and stuff, Dan did do a preview. It's up on the site. Um, it'll give you a little more information, but it's probably just if you want to bet into a bad number, you got away with it last night. Do it again tonight. F it. Uh, maybe <laughs> find an alto. Yeah, find like a fourteen and a half out there. Yeah, and something like that. Maybe just go with like a K State team total or something. I don't know. Yeah, it, it might be a really rough time for the the LSU offense. They, you know, they haven't been great the past couple of years as it is. LSU Weird team this year. Ooh, I don't hate that. But uh, I'll, I'll watch it because it's Tuesday. But for the most part, I'm just going to pay attention to basketball. There's some association tonight. I've got a couple plays in the amateurs. We'll start with the association. Some totals on the board tonight. Noops, what are we thinking here? Just five games tonight, but two totals I like. Again, overs have been starting to pop again, and I continue to see value. Yes, sir. Um, is the Spurs game in Toronto? Spurs game is in Toronto, so we have no fans there, which has been a nice little angle. Um, overs have been pretty good. The Raptors themselves have got Scotty Barnes back. They're starting to put it together offensively. And again, there's no fans, so it's nice and quiet. Nothing going on there. We've seen better shooting percentages. You sort of combine that with a Spurs team that just loves to run quick possessions. Again, still top in the leagues in terms of uh, you know seconds per possession here. Over 223 looks really nice. I had this closer to 226, almost 227 myself. So 223 is good. I don't think I would play 224 necessarily. And then another team that's been a little better of an over team as the offense has kind of filled themselves out a little bit is Cleveland Cavaliers team. And they host the Memphis Grizzlies. This should be a great game. Um, kind of teams in each conference that have really, I think, exceeded expectations. I know we like the Grizzlies quite a bit before the season, but I don't think anybody liked the Cavaliers nearly as much as, you know, they're doing as well as they're doing now. So be kind of a fun game tonight. I think we'll see a, a big pace. This total's actually dropped a little bit. I'm seeing some 215 and a half. So I actually played this at 217 myself. So you know, congratulations. You got a little better number than me. I have this, you know, just over 220 myself. So 215, 216, 217. I, I, I was actually even willing to maybe sprinkle a little bit on 218. So like the overs tonight again, and what I think will be a fast paced game. Um, great opportunity for Cleveland to put up a lot of points. And this Memphis team has been great in big spots. So I think this will be a fun game. This will be the one I'll actually be trying to watch. I, I was just going to say, like, you beat me to it. Like, if you want to just watch an NBA game, that's the game for you. Like, the Grizzlies have been fun, and the Cavaliers surprisingly fun this year for a team that, uh, you know, has kind of been stinky for a few years. They used to have a pretty decent player. He left. I was but, just uh, looking. It's Tuesday. It should be TNT Tuesday. Why is there no TNT Tuesday? I wonder if that's the bowl game. That's probably, yeah, the, the Texas Bowl. Obviously. Is the Texas Bowl on TNT? Is that what we have to I watch? Don't, I doubt that. 
Ugh. I would think it's on like Fox or something like that. Enough to get League Pass then to watch Memphis Cleveland or I'm sure our buddy HJ in the chat will help share in a YouTube stream if he has nicely. Yeah, ESPN has the has the bowl game. We'll find it. Maybe get League Pass. If you like NBA that much, you should have League Pass anyway. Um, here's a couple of games you probably have to catch on. Ah, maybe like ESPN U or ESPN three. Probably on the app or something. You know, that's the thing about ESPN Plus. Not to just keep plugging them, but ESPN. If you want to watch shitty basketball all the time, ESPN <laughs> Plus has like all the games. Jesus, like I've watched some shit where it's been like the announcer for this game is clearly a grad student who is the biggest fan of the team ever. And he is so excited when his team does anything good. Those are my favorite. These are a little bit higher level. Obviously we have some Mac ball and some AAC, but Toledo central Michigan under 152. I think this one's on the move. I think I I've seen this ticking down. Yeah. I saw 149. Are you serious? Yeah. God damn it. It might be like a RAS play then. I didn't, I saw this start to steam. Maybe wait for some buyback. I don't, or f- follow me on bet spurts because this morning when I played it, it was 152. 149 um, and a half right now. Yeah. How low would you play it? Like if it hits 150, or should we wait for 151? Yeah, man. 149 and a half, like losing two and a half full points is good. even on a higher total. That's a lot. See if you can, I, I wouldn't play it under 150. Again, follow me on bet spurts, A N D Y. You can get alerts right to your phone when I make a play, and you can, if you want to tail along on some of these. <clears throat> this is a, this was a one I was almost talked myself out of, just because Central Michigan is such a bad defensive team. They've given up some really big scores to some teams. That, I mean, Western Illinois is a shitty team, a really really bad team at times. They give up 97 to them. I don't like Toledo to put up a ton here, though. I think Toledo rolls. Hopefully, you end up with that, you know, late game blowout scenario kind of game script where you don't have a lot of scoring. There's not going to be the foul game, as they're probably going to lose by about 15, you know, 15 points anyway. But uh, Central Central Michigan, it's just it, it is just a really bad defense. It's hard to back somebody like this on an under. Hopefully we just, uh, my numbers are right as far as, you know, Toledo maybe not shooting the three ball as well as some teams. And the, the fast possession is what puts this up into the 150s. I have this tickled down closer in the mid to upper 140s. And then Tulsa plus 13 and a half. There were two that, boy, and to be fair, I talked myself out of one yesterday. And it was the Mississippi State under because I keep getting those and they keep giving up 100 damn points, which is hard to get an under. I said, I'm not doing it today. And I went and looked (laughs) and it was like, there was like 20 points or something at like the 12 minute mark. And I'm like, God damn it, I missed one. And then I went and checked later and sure enough, finished in like the 160s. So that's that's a win. Taking one off that loses is better than a win. In fact, not losing is pretty Uh, great. Not losing is awesome. Memphis takes on Tulsa. It will be in Memphis, and Memphis is, I don't know if they're ranked, darn close. I think they had a little bit of a scuffle mid, mid early in the season. Probably get back to it if they can get a couple nice wins in conference. This is conference play now. Uh, I like Memphis. I backed Memphis to win the title. I have a big number on that, thanks to our friend Dwayne. They struggled in a few spots early in the season. 
And I love Tulsa as a dog. I bet them in a few spots. I bet them last year. Memphis does a couple things that I hate when you were laying big favorites. They turn the ball over a lot and they don't shoot free throws all that well. They're very middle of the pack, under 70% as a squad. Yeah, if you're turning the ball over, giving this underdog a bunch of extra possessions, and then you don't hit your free throws all that well, I'm more than happy to take a double-digit dog against you. A nice slow-paced team in Tulsa who does not turn the ball over themselves, which I love in an underdog. And and if you really want to go absolute mirror images, they shoot the free throws really well. So I like this game too. I, I have this under 10. Like I had a pretty big edge on this. And sometimes I think it's, uh, I, I think my numbers are a little broken on these bigger favorites like this, but Tulsa plus 13 and a half and then Toledo Central Michigan under anything if you can get 150 or better. I like it. And that's, yeah, that's it. I played, I tried to play like three games that are canceled. <laughs> they were they're on the betting board bellarmine you can bet on bellarmine you can bet on another one that howard howard penn that game got canceled like 18 hours ago and they're they're up on some of these books these games aren't happening i don't know right it's a good way to get like some like roll through bonus just go like max a bunch of games that are postponed i wonder if you'll count that <laughs> that would that would be nice uh when does tennis fire back up like Seven Everything is, time? yeah, like 7 o'clock Eastern or so, 7.30 Eastern. We start with Adelaide and the Melbournes and stuff. A tough night last night, as I joked about before we got on the show. When I went to sleep, Nina Stojanovic was up a set, looking pretty good there. A couple other things all in place. Got up this morning, and uh, it didn't quite work out so well. Tough day for us yesterday. We got a bunch again back today, such as the life of betting dogs. I think we'll get, get one today. Um Going back to the well here, Goff Barty over 21. We love our Goff overs. Goff looked fantastic yesterday. Um, ran into a qualifier. A qualifier I thought maybe could you know stay close with her at least enough in the first set to get our over 17 and a half. Goff looked fantastic. I mean, just absolutely blitzed her off the court. Barty is still probably the best women's player on tour at this point, but I think it's going to be a really fun match. This would be a good one to watch as well, you know. If you're having trouble finding that Memphis Cleveland game or you want to have something else on, I think this will probably be same time, maybe a little bit later. Check the schedule. Could be overnight, but this is one I'll probably stay up and try to watch a little bit, see if the young American can give Barty any trouble. Talked about this one yesterday, so I'll be a little quicker. Yuvon Sabalenka will take the over 19 and a half games as well as Yuvon. Sabalenka loves to kind of botch sets here and there. I think it's a great candidate, not only for an over. I have this match, you know, a juicy 20 and a half, maybe a thinner, you know, 21. And then Yuvon coming in already has a match under her belt. I have this closer to two and a half to one. So three and a half to one sounds great. We'll grab all that stuff in Adelaide. And then we've got another tournament, um, Melbourne one. Um, again, this one will be tough. This is a Zhang playing a Zhang. Um, Quinn, when Zhang is playing Sai Sai Zhang, we want the favorite. We want Quinn when minus two, minus two and a half, minus three at plus money if you can get it. You know, came through qualifying, has already got a couple matches under her belt. Sai Sai Zhang has just been getting blitzed by some of these young, better players over the last couple months. And I think this is just going to continue that trend. I have this out of closer to three and a half games. So, you know, three at plus money, two and a half, two, that all looks just fine to me. And then two qualifying underdogs here. Um, now Habino, as well as Anna Bondar, again, both women making it through qualifying, just something we're going to be doing and generally is a good way to attack the board early in the season. Bondar playing Katarina Sinyakova. Um, if you're in a tennis chat with me, I have a helpful flow chart for what to do in Katarina Sinyakova matches. And she is about minus 240, minus 250 
just blindly bet against her. She just does awful as a big favorite. She's just far too inconsistent. She runs into a qualifier here in Bondar, who's been playing some pretty nice tennis. Now Habino, again, plus 190. You might be able to find something a little bit better than that. Almost the exact same situation, minus 240 against Madison Brangle. Um, Brangle just someone kind of on the way out, running through her ranking points, getting into some of these tournaments. It's just outrageous that she's this price. So we'll grab Habino, Bondar, and then Quinn Win Zhang. Make sure you know your Zhangs. It's very tough with the Zhangs, the Zhangs. Yeah, Quinn Win, not Sai Sai. And, you know, might as well toss a Wong in there as well, Andy. But first, Pocket Aces here, Amanda Anasomova. The young American just had about one of the toughest years that anybody could possibly have. Um, lost her father, who was also kind of her coach and her big inspiration playing on tour. At the same time, ran into just a litany of injuries. You know, And as a result, I think it's just being kind of disrespected at this point, as we've seen her work herself into some form, started to play some tournaments for the end of last season, did well in uh, world team tennis for the couple of weeks that she was there and has looked great in her first match. She goes against Serana Kirstea in a match where I have Anna Samova, you know, minus 160 almost. I could make a case for minus 170 here. So there's minus 120s. I think anything minus 135 or better is great value here on the young American. Um, another qualifier here, Rakamova goes to play Greet Miniman. Miniman a solid player, but, you know, as I start to look at some numbers here, I have this match much closer than plus 150 before considering, again, that Rakamova's already played two matches here and Miniman's coming in pretty cold. Um, Wang Jinyu, again, we talked about our Zhangs. Now we've got a Wang here to work with. Um, she's a qualifier, but also playing a qualifier. And Alexandra Sasnovich, I think Wang is, is a young player. We're going to be betting on quite a bit this year if they're going to continue to price her like this. I expect her to kind of put away Sasnovich, who is a good kind of measuring stick for kind of being top 75 on tour. And I think Wang is definitely going to break through that barrier. Especially this would be a really nice price on Sasnovich. Was that? Circadian rhythm play, too. <laughs> that's true I mean, there is something too some of these these asian players do play halfway decent um when they don't have to travel as much everything's better when you stay in the same time zone harriet dart again another qualifier goes against madison keys madison keys a player who struggles in this time of the year it's been a long time since we've really seen her play good tennis outside of north america um, out of respect for her, her ranking, and her name, she's minus 280 um, against a young Brit who's put together some really nice tennis. If any of you bet the mistake version of the parlay we had yesterday, congratulations. Um, that's why she's here. So good for you if you didn't actually listen to the correction. Um, but like her today, again, anything two to one or better looks great on her. Then mentioned Ellen Perez yesterday. Um, you know, the young Aussie here, just been a really nice player on some of these surfaces. Struggled with injury a little bit last year, but is back and we like her quite a bit. So a whole handful of tennis tonight to go along with a little bit of basketball. More than a handful, more than two handfuls. That was 11 plays, Alex. Is that what it was? <laughs> that would be a handful for track. a Princess Bride character. That's true. Um, 11 plays, two for me on the on the hardwood, two for you on the hardwood. Nothing really in football. Play Kansas State if you really want to. Maybe I'll look at uh, players. Do I know something some guys, else. I know some There's guys who do. Uh, There's good basketball. Yeah, college DFS. <laughs> I know a guy who does thing? For, like, these single slates, and he makes some wild lineups sometimes that you know just cash your ash like this is gonna score no points or it's gonna win a million dollars kind of thing. I might I might check in with him see if like he has that. any props on this one. But uh, other than that, yeah, give us a like on YouTube if you would so care to follow, subscribe, retweet, like interact leave comments all that stuff's good we love you guys 
And uh, we'll be back here tomorrow to talk some sports, huh?